Now back for more Skate TV on Nickelodeon. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Bones Brigade Audio Show. I am Larry, and with me, as always, is Matt. Matt, how are you, sir? Dude, I'm I'm actually really good. There's well, I am I'm not super good. I kind of hurt my pulled like a muscle in my lower back today oh. somehow, so uh -oh. that's kind of wonky. But beyond that, I'm good. Yeah, I just got back from California, had a fun trip, and uh, the weather here is nice. It's like for February, it's like super mellow in st louis so yeah we're having a decent february yeah. here too yeah able to get outside and do some stuff so i can't complain nice so here we are episode 52 and we're dipping back into the skate tv files today and we're getting to episode two skate tv episode two and Exciting. uh we've got some uh i don't know kind of uh some humorous story about how getting this <laughs> getting this episode in front of our eyeballs but uh we'll maybe we'll talk about that uh when ed oh by the way our guest today is ed cider returning guest and uh i was telling him a little bit about these uh technical problems so we'll talk about that when he gets on the call a little bit yeah ed was our guest back on um the attack uh, episode attack episode yeah which i don't remember the the no the number but ed's awesome killer artist did some stuff for Thrasher recently that I think you could probably still get. Yeah. Um, one thing to say up front before, and we will get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, but for those of you who might want to preemptively watch the episode to follow along, oh, or whatever. Yeah. So what, what, one thing we've determined, we've discovered in, in getting into this and the, the way that we found this was because Larry enterprising young man, <laughs> taped all of the skate tv episodes in order when as they, they aired as they aired so we know what the actual airing order of these episodes is and i will tell you right now that what is currently on youtube which is you know no no slight to the guy that uploaded those to youtube i mean he, he did, did a great, great job great yeah. job but they're not they're not numbered correctly so um we will have the uh episode two in its entirety on our youtube channel for you to look at so if you go to what's on youtube now and it's not on our channel and you're looking for episode two you're going to find an episode that is not actually episode, episode two, two of skate tv yes and weirdly it's like some of the the cuts that he this guy or whoever it is that has them up there's pieces missing from some of these episodes it seems like mm -hmm. you know so we will have the genuine article go to our page and find it there Definitely. TV episode two, the real one, as it debuted, it will be available for you to watch. Good call mentioning that right at the top. Because yeah. this other gentleman that you know, he has it labeled as episode 12, which is not true. And he's only got like 10 minutes of that episode up. I think yeah. all his other uploads are, are complete though. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. So this so is it, an anomaly. Yeah, but. this is a weird one. There was technical problems, but like I said, we'll we'll get uh we'll talk about that when Ed Ed gets on the call. But before we get full blast in the skate TV, I did you mentioned you came back from California. I wanted to hear uh maybe a couple of highlights you could share with us. Anything fun 
I know you were there for yeah. a work trip, but I was there for work. It was the music industry trade show and I've gone, this is like my 20 something time going out there, but it's at the Anaheim convention center, which is cool. Cause you can, I went and saw the, I always go to the arena. Usually it's the arena is usually a pre COVID was, was a uh, part of the exhibit. Uh, this year they didn't have the arena open as part of the exhibit because there was not as many people showing there, but I saw a show there in the Anaheim in the Anaheim Convention Center arena, and the stage was literally right where the flat bottom of the ramp was for Holiday Havoc. So nice. it was like it was almost like being there. It's almost like you're back in time, December yeah. 1986. Just yeah, there was a few little skate skate ish highlights of the trip. There was that I saw the uh, flew into John Wayne Airport and I mm-hmm. went and made a little little stop at the John Wayne statue, which you obviously. <laughs> see at the beginning of gleaming the cube yeah uh, i always thought that was a really interesting that's like the first thing you see in gleaming the cube is the statue of john uh, john wayne outside outside the airport confusing then but it makes sense now i don't know i can't explain yeah now it's like a skate nerd like yeah i've seen it there it is i'm in the movie yeah yeah it's pretty cool and of course i had dinner with um anita Tessa's home. We there went to uh, me and her and uh, her husband Billy met up for dinner down at uh, Downtown Disney and hung out and chit chatted and it was fun. So it was it was a good time, man. That's awesome. weather was weather was amazing. I, yeah, it was great, great trip. Very cool. And now you're back, St. Louis. I'm back. Yep. All right, Matt. You got any uh, hot topics? I've got a few. We could uh... let's let's dip into them. What do you got? Okay. Well, the first one. I want to thank everyone that brought this to our attention. There's like a fake scam bootleg impersonation of our Instagram account. I feel like that's kind of a weird sort of like, that's how you've made it. Didn't Sean, he actually Sean Cliver said something like that. Yeah. Someone commented, now you know you've made it. That's how you know you've made it. Trying to. Yeah. So hopefully by this airs, it's taken down. We've, I've, we've sent like multiple, like this is, you know, an impersonator account. So I'm yeah. kind of disappointed in the uh, lackluster inst- response. Time yeah. No Instagram. response from Instagram about it. You think that would take minutes to, uh, yeah. for them to be able to figure that out. But so hopefully no one is, I think they're emailing people telling them they've won our giveaway and it's like, click here to claim your prize. Mm. And if you click on it, I don't know, it steals all the information off your phone or hacks your Instagram and you lose your Instagram or something like that. So hopefully that's not happening. Hopefully if you're hearing this now, this account's already gone, but uh, be on the lookout for this uh, scam account. It's the same username, but they put an underscore at the end. So it's almost, Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to tell. And they preemptively blocked Larry and I from the (laughs) So they know what they were doing in a way. They do know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, you know, I think you have to you 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 know you have to be at a certain level of Instagramitude to uh, have somebody impersonate you. So I'll, take, I'll so. take it as a compliment. There you go. Caballero celebrating forty five years on Paul Peralta. That is crazy. I mean, forty five years. I'm forty six. <laughs> the dude's the dude's been on Paul Peralta my whole life, with the exception of a like a few months yeah that's crazy, wow. that's crazy dude. that is crazy wow congrats yeah. the cab man yes does that take him back to i guess got on in 79 right if my math is 79 correct. 79 yeah. to 2024 wow. 45 years they need to cut that dude a bonus check we said this in the last episode 
but incredible that anybody has that longevity with the skateboard company. That's insane if you think about it. You you well, you never would have in a million years ever 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 considered that in the year 2024 Steve Caballero would still be riding for Paul Peralta. That's yeah, crazy. I mean that's I mean just not only in skateboarding, but I would say any kind of like endorsement or brand deal, except maybe Michael Jordan and Nike, well, sure. I guess. Yeah, but there's no one else. 45 years with any company is a achievement, but 40, yeah. 45 years with a, you know, and he's gonna he's, skateboard I mean, sponsor. That's a whole different, whole different ball of wax. Yeah, it's insane. Cool. All right, I saw Tony Hawk and Rodney Mullen are doing uh, some speaking engagement gigs, and they're calling it Dark Slides and Secret Tapes. And uh, yes. they put out a kind of a funny announcement promo video that I got a chuckle out. Like Tony was practicing his pogo, pogo and Rodney yeah. was like, "Dude, don't go there, man. I've been there. It's not worth it." <laughs> Something like so. They're going to be in Austin. Are you going to go to that? Yeah, Jimmy Fitz and I have been talking about. Um, grabbing lunch and then going over there to oh uh, hell yes dude yeah, so i think he's been talking to people in tony's office about uh, getting some type of uh, credentials to go down there and amazing hang out and stuff so we'll see what happens maybe we can even squeeze, squeeze a little out of it. yeah squeeze yeah. an episode out of it maybe i can get some uh interviews with those guys or something some quick fun fun ones or something We'll see what happens. That's still a way away. It was funny because in the in the video, like they're announcing, like we're going on tour, and I was like, okay, they're about to hit me with like ten to twenty dates of this, like like speaking tour. It was two, two, two. Yeah. But but before it came on the screen, I was like, oh, maybe they'll come to Austin. And then it was like the second one. I was like, oh, cool, they are coming here. And then that was it. Well, hey. Yeah, I guess they're probably just testing the waters here a little bit, and then I would have, I would imagine they'll they'll do some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Rodney Mullen and Tony Hawk, um, Rodney Mullen was on Hawk versus Wolf. Yes, dude. I have you listened yet? I haven't. Yeah, uh, I burned through it. Uh, Good. And oh man, it was highly enjoyable. It was. Uh, I don't know. I was. La- I dude. I laughed out loud. Rodney's got some great stories, and he seemed like you know in the the Bones Brigade documentary, he's kind of intense and almost like yeah, whisper talking. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like yeah. he was just like. For, I mean, he does go get kind of deep like that for a couple of times, but a lot of it, they're just him and Tony, they're just goofing and telling stories. And it's almost like, wow, Rod's Dude, like a normal guy. Yeah. You know? I got to check that out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. What else we got? Oh man. Let's see. Dude. An original copy of skateboarding in the eighties was on eBay. This is the first yes, time I've it. ever seen this happening. So this is the first ever Powell Peralta. It's the first ever skate video. Yes. So I've never seen a real one of the, I've only seen one picture about the size of a postage stamp in a, in a thrasher ad before. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to see, but this, this kind of blew my mind. Nobody bit the auctions already over, but it had an opening bid of $2,499. And you could, if you got really wild, you could click on the buy it now button for 3,499. So and it was uh I think it was in Tennessee somewhere the 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 auction was. So yeah. I don't know. That was crazy, but that was kind of cool to see. It had a few photos and it was kind of exactly looked like what I thought it would. That's amazing. I I don't I, I don't think, think there's too many out there. No. Yeah. yeah, definitely not. Oh, speaking of skateboard videos, a little more current. Have you seen that um 
I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Is, is it Lucas Alves? Is it Alves or Alvis? I'll go I'm with sure. Alves. Alves? Yeah. Paul Peralta. Uh, I guess, is he a new recruit to Powell? I'm not sure how long I don't he's know. been on yeah, the I team. mean, he's one of their kind of their modern like crew of dudes or whatever. You know? Yeah. I, I wasn't sure when he got on, but he has a new part called Illuminated that just debuted on Thrasher. Yes, Holy it's shit. crazy. Technical precision. Oh, my God. If he does 50 tricks in this video, I would say 48 of them he flips in or flips out of and yes. on like gnarly handrails or hub of ledges and stuff. Oh my God, man. It's super good. It's yeah. worth if anyone go out there, check it out. Yeah, go check it out. It's on, yeah. Thra it's on the Thrasher YouTube. Yeah. What else we got? Oh man, there's a lot of stuff this week. I kind of like take notes a week in between recording. Let's see. There's another wave, wave four of the Super 7 reaction oh, yeah. Bones Brigade figures. There's some new ones. Uh, Those so are sick. That Wellander is amazing, dude. Yeah, it's so a, the Kevin Nordic. Harris. Yeah. Yeah, it comes with a beaver. <laughs> the beaver. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Ray Bones. I think that's the first appearance mm -hmm. of Ray Bones. He's got the sword. Yep. And then there's a Tommy Guerrero. And he had the sword, too. And I noticed his outfit was kind of what he's wearing in Future Primitive, like the mm. khaki pants and the and the yellow shirt. That was pretty neat. I, those, I mean, I've always been torn about: do I need these? Do I need to get every? I mean, we have a few. Yeah, but, uh, they look so cool. I don't know. I think they're just really well done. They're awesome. I I wish that I had I don't know the disposable income to just spend on them. But yeah, I if I knew there was just going to be a few, but. Yeah, I'm, if I'm it's gonna be like, oh, they're gonna run you know, these. Like, if I'm gonna, years. yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Gonna, yeah. If I had started with the Bones Brigade reissues, going like, ah, screw it, I'm gonna just, I'm, well, I'm going all in on this, and then, yeah, like, yeah, now you've got 500 well, skateboards. It's been like 10 years. It's gotta be like close to 10 years they've been doing those oh, now, over, right? Oh, more than now, that. over 10. What do they got? Crazy. Series 15 coming out. I guess, yeah. So what's 15 times six? You'd have like 700 skateboards or something <laughs> just, just from that. Just those same six boards over and over. Crazy. It's 90, actually. You're a little, oh, you're okay. a little I'm, off. Yeah, but, I didn't even yeah. try. I just guessed. <laughs> um, let's see here. I got a couple more. I discovered a new podcast that was like right up my alley. It's called the Skate Spot Podcast. And this is a gentleman over in Sweden. And he's kind of digging up like old skate parks that like kind of have been abandoned or, or, you know, still exist like buried in a forest somewhere. And he's kind of like giving history. Oh, and wow. Yeah. It's really cool. Cause you know, I don't want to mention, I don't want to give too much away yet. Cause I'm not really to talk about it, but you know, I'm kind of in a current situation. You're doing something like, like I'm that. doing something yeah. similar. So yeah. this was like right up my alley. So, and they're only like 15, 20 minute long episodes. And he's got maybe a dozen out there. So I kind of like went through them real quick, but it was fascinating. He's got stuff in the U S stuff in Europe. It all started with one. He discovered, I think it all started was he got on Google earth and he was just like, let me find some skate spots. So he's just cruising around Google earth. It's mm -hmm. like, you couldn't start more of a wider search. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm just yeah. going to go look for concrete look at all the over the world. Yeah. <laughs> and he found a like an abandoned skate park in Sweden by his house. So he's been there and he's trying to get it like become like a historic site. Like he can't, you know, he can't yeah. destroy it. Or whatever. So it's so like a, a skate park from the 70s. Like yeah, it's from the 70s. It's been gotcha. abandoned and, and like wow. kind of like overgrown with bushes and trees and stuff. So he's so is to, like, this like a video 
podcast or is it like an audio it's podcast? audio and then okay. he has an accompanying site where he's got pictures and newspaper gotcha. articles that he's found gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. yeah so he does like one or two spots but he's got stuff from all over asia uh, brazil all kinds of cool stuff so i if people That's like awesome. that kind of like almost like archaeology skateboard archaeology in a way check that out it's called the skate spot podcast did you ever see there's a video there's a few of them. I think, God, I want to say it's maybe in Malaysia. There's like this concrete skate park with like a concrete vert ramp. It's like in the middle of the jungle. And it's got the jungle. Yes, this is, yes. he's got one. Yeah, uh, yeah. An episode about this. And it's, it looks yeah. like it's out of Jurassic Park or something yes. like that. Yeah. How? Why? Why is it there? Who built it? Like, it's insane. Like, I, I've, I've seen videos of that and people going there. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what was this for? It's amazing. I can't like remember because I, I kind of like uh, I just went through all these like in a day and a half, and I'm getting. Well, some, if he talks about it, I'll yeah, get. Yeah, he talks about. Yeah, yeah, go yeah, check yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, super good, sweet. And then I think lastly, I realized. So here we are in the year 2024. The commonly known first Bones Brigade video, the Bones Brigade video show, came out in 1984, thus mm. making it 40 years old this year. That's crazy. Dude. Yeah. I remember 1984 and I can't believe that anything. <laughs> I can't believe that anything that was like con- conceived in 1984 could be 40 years old right yeah, now. I'm bonkers. not that much older than that, but like yeah. I remember it. Crazy, dude. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah, Our, that was uh, quite a quite a lot of stuff. Listeners, well, you know, thanks for hanging in there. Yeah, it's been yeah. a crazy couple of weeks. Sometimes the topics are hot. And they're hot. They're coming. Sometimes in hot. they're lukewarm. <laughs> Sometimes they're a little cold, but today they were hot. Yeah, red hot. Speaking of red hot, skate TV, dude. All right, let's get into it. Should we get Ed on here? All right. We should. All right. We're super happy to have him back. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ed Sider. Ed, welcome back. So happy to have you back on the show. How are you? I'm good. Hi, Larry. Hi, Matt. Hello. So great to have you back. Last time we talked about, what did we talk about? The attack video. And we had a good old time on that. So it was like, we got to get Ed back on here. And that was probably like (laughs) 45 episodes ago or something like that. I think it was almost two years ago. Wow. Which is weird. Yeah. We're, the show's coming up on two years really fast. I think it is March, right? Yep. Yeah that we're gonna talk you've got me in to talk about another video that i've well i have seen it now but i'm definitely not an expert on this rarest of videos <laughs> but i'll try my best okay well before we jump into skate tv what have you been up to i see you're ripping the curbs you've got all kinds of artwork going on i know last time we talked about your thrasher shirt that had come out or was about to come out how did all that go uh <laughs> Royalty checks out. are flying in. Well, I got one royalty check, but I won't. I won't talk about that. But um, yeah, it was. It was. I mean, amazing that it happened just from sending in a, a envelope to mail drop. Yeah, so uh, great. Route one. You know, there was no negotiation. It was just I just sent an envelope. There we go. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I um, I want to get one of those hoodies, the gold hoodie. I think they're definitely on sale now. That we've. Oh, are they? There. Oh, all right. Yeah. You get them at a good price now. Nice. I have like so many hoodies. It's like, it's, it, I, like, I can't tell you how many times every week I have like seven things in different carts. And I'm like, no, I just don't do it. I do have, 
they take up yeah. so much room. I know. It's crazy. But I got to get one. It's hard for me to justify buying a skate t-shirt or hoodie because that is just often what I get paid in, unfortunately. <laughs> right. That and I have like, well, I don't get paid in hoodies or t-shirts, but I also have like bins of stuff in the attic that I'm like, I'll go up there and be like, oh yeah, that black label shirt. Like I forgot I had that, you know? So why do I add fuel to that fire? I don't know. <laughs> what can you say? Ed, what's some stuff uh, you've been working on? Anything that you can uh, fill us in on? I've got an exclusive for you. Okay. Bones Brigade audio. So uh, (laughs) at the end of last year, I did some, like, people in skate videos on my Instagram. So characters who aren't skaters, but I like the the kid who ate ate a worm in Rubbish Heap. And uh, much like the guys on the back of the... Bones Brigade t-shirt I did yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Jamie Owens, who friend of the Nine Club, the guy who does Closer magazine. Mm-hmm. Sure. He loved these. And uh, one thing led to another. So uh, the next issue of Closer, which I think is out, not that I keep checking, but the issue that's out later this month, I have like a, a interview in that. Nice. That rules. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I'm a uh, subscriber, so that'll pop into my mailbox. When you can just sit job. back and let it just come through the letterbox. I'm ready. I think it's like a kind of a skate video special issue, so I fitted nicely into that. Yeah, that's right up that's my awesome. alley, skate video issue. And this another is thing to mention awesome. is that the the graphic that you did for this show ended up getting sort of like swallowed up by the Bones Brigade experience thing. Oh, like yeah, that. adapted Maddie into Lawrence their art show. That. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in various art shows, which I, you know, have no, <laughs> I've no control over. It's great. That's incredible. Here, you know, like that picture is uh is out there. It's great. Yeah, yeah I love it. I like yeah. that you told me the guy that when you went to the Bones Brigade experience, the guy just pulled it off the wall. Yeah, somebody gave stole it to it like people. That's funny. He gave it to George and Stacy to autograph. That's right. Yeah. yeah, that's and right. And they're probably like, what the hell is this? What is this? And if he's listening, <laughs> we're coming for you. No. <laughs> you know who would be a good guy to do for that? Not that you're soliciting my informa- my feedback, but the kid that gets that dunks his head in the yes. garbage can full of shit in Pocus Pocus, he'd be a good subject for that. Yeah, absolutely. I want see. Has anyone ever found that guy in real life? Uh, well, that's a documentary film I need. This is what uh, Bobby Puglio does now. Oh, for sure. And I saw, Larry, that you kind of uh, had spoken to him or something. The tracking down of these people is like, you know, it's a Netflix special waiting to happen. It's important stuff. And Matt and I are kind of, we've got some ideas cooking, but we'll we'll talk about that in the future. I would, um, I I genuinely would like to do a big painting of the kid with his head in the trash can of sick and whatever is it like food sometime. trash i think it looks like they just dumped out like cafeteria remnants and what yeah. and filled it with a hose and then just like stuck the kid the kids dug his head in there yeah. that would be an amazing painting but what i mean yeah what i'd like to is you know so i'd spend like six months and i'm not the greatest painter but you know, like I'd really do like a, like try like a do like a photo realistic oil painting, which is massive of that kid. I love it. Just to go, ha you know, 
you didn't know you needed it, but hear it and see if anyone can <laughs> buy it and have it like in the middle of their, like above their fireplace. That'd be so funny. I that's that'd be amazing. I'd buy one. Tony Mag will buy it. Yeah. yeah, these are the sort of things I think of doing. I don't know. <laughs> oh, and the kid that sings uh, "Satisfaction" would be good too. Oh my gosh! I, when yeah, when I absolutely um, when I uh, I did the rubbish heap worm eating guy, and I said on Instagram like, "Who would you, like? Who should I do next?" And that was a busy day on Instagram for me because everyone was going. Everybody has their favorite guy. The, yeah, because you know, we've all got like oh, the, dre- the dressing guy from Speed Freaks. Skateboarding is, you know, whatever. It's it's a yeah. it's a game that you play or whatever. You know that guy. Yeah, so many great ones, dude. I yeah. think Worm Eater is Chris Branagh's brother. See, here we go. <laughs> Not know that. Yeah, there's an exclusive. <laughs> but um, uh, the the girl in Video Days who is uh just before or after Jason Lee's part, I did her and she's like from London and she's like, hope you enjoy the skateboarding and everything else. You know, that mm-hmm. girl. in conversations on Instagram, they found out back in the day at Slam City Skates, which is like a big skate shop in London. They knew who that girl was and they gave a copy of video days, like on VHS to her. And, you know, the, her dad used to come into the shop, but that was a long time ago, but she no did know, she does know, as a kid, she knew that she was in video days, whether or not that meant anything to her <laughs> back then. That's amazing. I have background props in not the new H Street video and the life video. Do you? Yeah. What? Standing with more. standing with my camera. I was at uh, Woodward Skate Camp and uh, Mike Ternansky was there filming like Noah Selasnik and uh, Chris Livingston. And it got kind of divvied up into those couple of videos like the mike kepper footage i'm in the background taking taking Amazing. pictures yeah i'll have to maybe do some screen grabs with some arrows to that little dot back there that's me that's hilarious dude i did not know that ed you did the breaking some wood guy though didn't you or did i saw that somewhere yeah yeah uh yeah i did him as like a scooby-doo villain because he looks like <laughs> he does <laughs> totally does dude yeah uh, oh my god i'm kind of uh i'm not i'm having a break from doing because i could just draw skate video people and forget to actually earn some money but um uh yeah when i saw that guy i was just like he looks like uh i don't know what the scooby-doo villain's name is but sure old man whatever old man yeah. peabody old man peabody yeah, yeah. amazing dude <laughs> amazing all right ed we love you so Uh, For the listeners at home, we're doing, uh, as you've already know, we're going to do the second episode of Skate TV. And I would like to remind everyone, for some general Skate TV history, you can go back to episode 38 for a great interview with Mark Hunt, who's like a producer, filmer, editor, man of many talents on Skate TV. He's got some great history on that. And Matt and I have kind of gone over our general history on the show, but Ed... What is your history with skate TV? Was that something that aired in England? Did it make uh, it over there? I'm aware that I will say the incorrect answer to this. I did not have MTV back then. So MTV was something that back in 1990 or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm not too sure it even 
existed in outside of the UK. I mean, okay. I think it it definitely was something that you could get on satellite TV, which was not something that my parents or like our next door neighbor had satellite TV. Mm -hmm. It was like something that you pay like, I don't know, a hundred dollars or something like lots, like it was out of reach for a lot of people mm. different to in the, in America, but perhaps it aired in the UK, but I definitely did not. I mean, I only became aware of skate TV, like through being a skateboard nerd. So I, I've been aware of it for a long time, but. So no Nickelodeon shows as a child. Absolutely not. All right. Yeah. Not even going to pretend that I saw it. So this is this something probably with the dawn of the internet kind of came across yeah, your yeah. path at some point. Yeah. And I watched it probably off the back of like something that you guys posted or just being a Bones Brigade nerd. Yeah. But only since the internet existed have I watched it. Gotcha. It's probably the case for quite a few people, I would right. think. For sure. All right, so we're talking today about Nickelodeon Skate TV Episode 2, originally airing in 1990, has a running time of 24 minutes, and uh, I'm going to give some credits here. I think people will recognize a lot of these names. So the executive producer, Steve Binder, supervising producer, Troy Miller, director, Stacey Peralta, and there's the secret ingredient, uh, co-director and production designer, C.R. Stesic III, Coordinating producer, Mark Hunt. Consulting producer, Nathan Pratt. Music director, Tay Euler. Music consultant, Jerry Hurtado. And that is Skate Master Tate's real name. Editors, Dave Miller, Don Hoffman, Billy Flicker. And this one tripped me out. Segment directors, Don Hoffman, mm -hmm. Mark Hunt, and Robert Kittila. Because all three of those gentlemen have been on our show. It's kind of crazy. And the Skate TV theme song was by Tay Euler and Dennis Dragon, and it is hosted by Skate Master Tate and Matthew Lynn. So, oh, we didn't even talk about my my technical issues. Should we talk about that? Trying to get... Let's talk about it, yeah. Okay. Real quick. I think it should be the bulk of the episode. Probably. <laughs> yeah. It could get long. I'll try to tell it a little more precise. This is, but it's pretty good. Almost every step of the way, uh, everything went wrong. So... You know, we've been aware that these 12 episodes have been on. There's actually 13 episodes of Skate TV, but a gentleman has 12 episodes online. And and I started at some point, my memory of the first episode was the Not Us in the Pool interview. So one day I was just like, oh, I, you know, it popped in my head. I was like, let me pop on YouTube and check that out. So I go to this gentleman's uploads and I click on, you know, Skate TV episode one. And I was like, this is not episode one. These, this must be like labeled wrong or they're uploaded incorrectly. And then I went through all of them and I was like, I can't find this one with the Nottis interview. And that sent us on the path of me getting out my tapes and digitizing the first one. And people have, may have seen it on our YouTube channel. The quality is pretty bad. And then I was like, okay, well, we got that behind us. So when we move forward, all I have to do is reference my tape, you know, watch the first 30 seconds where they say like on this episode, we've got so-and-so and so-and-so, and, -so, and then we can jump over to this other gentleman's YouTube uploads and use those. So I go to put in my tape, my VCR like eats the tape and the power completely shuts off. So I was just like, oh no, what am I going to do? I was like, I need to save this tape. This, this is like 
might be the only hard copy left of these episodes in the world. And so I Google, I went old school and I typed in TV VCR repairman into my <laughs> internet search device. And I bring up a fellow like in the next town over. So I give him a call and he, you know, I see like in the Google reviews, there's a picture of his sign and you could see it said TV and VCR repair, but you could tell the VCR lettering stickers had been removed, but the rest of the sign was so dirty. You could still see VCR and over top of it, he had PC. So now he was fixing computers. So I call him and I was just like, I got this v this tape stuck in my VCR. Can you fix it? I was just like, if we have to trash the VCR, that's fine. I just need to save this tape. And he's like, I haven't fixed a VCR in 25 years. I haven't even touched one or whatever. And I was like, oh my God. He's just like, what? I'll, I'll take a look at it. And I was like, okay, I can come on Wednesday. That's like two days later from when I'm calling him. And then I got a little brave. I was like, let me open this thing up and see if I can get the tape out. And I take the lid off. And I had removed some tapes from VCRs before, but this look, it had all this stuff like over top of like where the tape would be. And I was like, this looks a little too crazy for, for me. So I take it to this guy and he's sitting on his porch. It's just like run. He's like running this repair business out of his garage. He looked like he was old. I think he was retired, but he was just doing like side hustle gigs or something. He's sitting on his porch. He's got a screwdriver. He's like ready to tear into this thing. So he takes it apart and we found out some little clip had uh, snapped off in this VCR. It was just this one tiny little thing and just set off this chain reaction of troubles for this VCR. But you could see the tape was wound in perfectly. It wasn't like mm -hmm. crunched up or all like pulled out of it. And I was just, okay, we could get it out. So he just started undoing screws. He's like, do you want me to say, do you want me to try to save this VCR? I was like, no, don't even worry about it. So he just took the whole thing apart basically. <laughs> got the tape out and then I don't even really carry cash. And I wasn't, I didn't know what type of, I thought I'd just be able to pay with my debit card or credit card or whatever. And then when I pulled up, I, I wasn't even thinking about paying. And I was like, got to the end and I was like, Oh, how much do I owe you? And he's like 25 bucks. So I pull out my wallet. I've got $13 in cash on me. And then I'm like, I have this Chipotle gift card for $25. <laughs> So I paid him in a $25 Chipotle gift card, a 10 and three ones. So he got 20, what do you get? 30, 38 bucks out of me or something. Do you have to read out, do you have to read out a Chipotle rest like uh, advert now? Yeah, for um, real. I have to say, yeah. But I was just, cause I I've had this thing in my wallet since I got it. Someone gave it to me for Christmas, the gift card. And it's just been sitting in my wallet. And I, I assured him it wasn't like a, a dud card. It did indeed have $25 on it. So he was psyched to go get a burrito. And then I was on the scramble to find a new VCR. So I was on eBay and you can search like closest for, you know, closest auction first. So I was like messaging people like, Hey, if I did a buy it now, can I just come pick this up? Cause you know, this was, we were getting near to our recording date because we were supposed to do it last week. And no one was messaging me back. It was weird. I was on Facebook Marketplace, like anyone in 50 mile radius that had a VCR on Facebook Marketplace. I was like, I'll come by this today. No one, no responses. So then I was like, what am I going to do? So then I started going to local secondhand stores and I went to this one store and they had a huge like CRT TV with a built-in VCR oh and DVD player. And he wanted 200 bucks. 
And I was like, I'm not going to no. dish that, but if it comes to it, maybe I'll have to. So then I went to my local Goodwill and they had a VCR DVD combo player for $9.99. So I was just like, oh my God. And what's also crazy is the C already in like Goodwills and Salvation Armies are like modern day flat screen TVs are already like this old yeah. technology yeah. that they're already like in these like junk stores. So I buy this VCR and the lady at the register is like, keep the receipt. If it doesn't work, you know, you can bring it back, which didn't make me feel too good that I'm buying like something that didn't work. And that's why it was donated, you know? So I went home to pop in this tape to watch the first 30 seconds of skate TV to be able to reference what, who was on that episode and then go to YouTube. And then the tape got eight and I was able to save it. And then I watched so you put, the, you put it in the new machine. The new, and it the ate new, it again. Yeah. It ate it again, but I, it did eject and it wasn't all shredded the bits. So I was just like, Oh my God. So I just put it in again. And, you know, I got through the introduction of who was on the show. And then I bring up the guys 12 episode playlist. I was like, I'll just start at episode one. Okay. Not that one. Okay. Not, it's not two. It's not, three. you know, I go all the way down this list. I get to like 10 out of the 12. And I was just like, where is, you know, I start thinking like, have we uncovered another missing episode of skate TV or something? And finally it's the last one, but he's only got like 10 minutes of that one. So now I'm like, Oh my God, I have to digit. I have to digitize this whole episode so that we can watch it for this podcast. <laughs> so I do that. And my little, uh, digitizer machine, you know, it records it to like a little SD card. So I pop the SD card out of the digitizing device and my computer, I don't even know if they have, it's like three years old and it still has the SD card slot. I don't know if new ones have that anymore. And I put it in the slot on the computer and the card won't mount. <laughs> so I'm just like, what is going on now? And I was like, is the card corrupt? Is the slot or the port or whatever broken? So I go to Best Buy and I buy a, little USB to card reader device. And that finally worked. And then I was able to get the files from, you know, the digitized files onto my computer that I could upload. So that was, this is more work than anybody has put into skate TV in 30 years. Yeah. So it cost me a total of 68 bucks. Cause they, you know, paying the gentleman to, for the set the tape free out of the bus. Is the $68 include the $25 that you would have gotten out of the Chipotle gift card? Or is this? Yes. That includes the gift card. It includes okay. the cash. It includes me buying the new VCR, the, the new VCR. And it includes me buying the little USB card reader. So 70 hopefully bucks. It's, hopefully it's a little easier from here on out. Yes. Can yes. I guys jump in Larry? Of course. So, this is the way my mind works. So the, there was a film in the 90s called Hackers. I love Hackers, dude. Okay, so the guy in Hackers is a guy in Skate TV, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... Serial killer? A sort of Hackers-style Bones Brigade audio show movie. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because everything you're saying is basically the storyline of Hackers, but it's with VCRs instead of the internet. There you go. And you get him in. I was going to say. Pitch this idea to him. And it happens and you just get rich. I love it, dude. Do you think yeah, Angelina yeah. would sign on for that? <laughs> yeah, she could be uh she could reprise. She could be the girl at Chipotle. Yeah. <laughs> I know whoever gave you the card, yeah, for Christmas. There you Fisher go. Fisher Stevens could be the VCR repair guy. 
<laughs> there it's we perfect, go. Dude. Insane. So hopefully my story made sense. But yeah, every little step of the way, they're just trying to just watch this episode was you would not be denied, though. Yes, that is true. Would not be stopped. Wow. Well, thank you, Larry, for going the extra mile for everybody. No problem. So now on our YouTube channel, we have the complete second episode on the Bones Brigade audio show. So everyone, because there is another upload, but it's only like half the episode. And we're doing this because we're kind of debating. Well, I'm debating this other the the episode numbers this other gentleman has are are wrong because I taped these in order as they came out. So we're kind of debunking and doing the correct release order of these episodes. So now we have the pilot and the and the second episode. So all right, let's pop in the tape and get into this thing. Oh shit, the, the VCR ate it. <laughs> the intro and theme song. Ed, what do you think about this intro and theme song? Are you gonna listen? Are we gonna listen to it? No, no, no. I'm just you know, I was is is it Skate Master Tate? It's Tay Euler and Dennis Dragon. Okay. I love the anyway, okay, yeah. I've just been anyway, I was just I was listening to Skate Master Tate. And I actually pulled out that flexi disc that you guys you put out. Yeah, I found that issue in the garage, which is where it was. I've now brought it indoors. Safe. It, it was not safe in my damp garage. <laughs> and yeah, I listened to Year Over Tate. Year Tate. Love that song, Larry. I still think it's amazing that you yourself put out the final Skate Master Tate release. You I did. Yes, that's true. Yeah. It's not, yeah, that's not bullshit. And there's not many. No. How many did you do? Oh, there's 500 flexi discs. Okay. You still have I, copies I, of I that? Have, I, have I still have a few, yeah. So I'll for those the, of you who, who want yeah, it. Maybe I'll put those up on our store. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put my copy on Discogs for like 20 grand or something. <laughs> yeah, there you go. If I'm remembering from our interview with Mark Hunt, he said this song, this intro, intro song was kind of, based on another song which we've been finding you know a lot of these powell videos are kind of undercover mm. cover songs so he said he wasn't sure but he was pretty sure that this song was based off you know some other song kind of thing so it'd be kind of interesting to find that out but i always kind of laugh there's like a paul a, a quick shot of paul schmidt and he's like max headrooming like he's like back and forth and then there's this pan across Nottis's face those two weird, I mean, it's all very quick cut. It's like MTV music video style cuts. But those are just two weird things that always stick out to me that don't seem very flattering for those people. No. Well, the thing that's cool about this episode is it's very Powell heavy. Yes, this episode is stacked. Yeah, like in in the context of this podcast, it, it fits very well. Definitely. Like almost every segment is Powell related in fact i think every segment might be in some way or another books well, i don't know omar hassan and the oh steven mickey Al- alba yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i'm just checking my notes and i'm sorry i'm gonna have to debunk debunk your theory matt okay there is but yeah it is a 80 percent powell i think okay yeah 80 percent. not a hundred not a hundred <laughs> i'm just saying there's plenty <laughs> But after the uh, the intro, Skate Master Tate kind of introduces the segments for this episode, and then he kind of hands it over to Matthew Lynn, who right away, compared to Matthew Lynn in the pilot episode, he's way more spunkier, a little more lively. He's like way better in this one. 
like already from from the first episode. Yeah, he came a long way. I don't know if he just spent some time hanging out with Tate and he was like, "Get loosen up." <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they do the pilot and then they probably got approved and now he's he's just fired up. Like, yeah. hey, it's a series, I'm ready to go. He yeah. got paid. He's got he must be on payroll say from Nickelodeon. So that will that'll make you spunky, eh? Definitely. Yeah. Get this cut this guy a check and he's ready to go. So Matt interviews Ray Underhill here, like right on set. And also compared to the previous episode, Ray is just great here. Very well spoken, great answers. I know we talked about in the pilot, like Nadis is a little shy, and I think mm-hmm. Carabeth and Lori were a little yeah. shy. So it kind of made for a kind of a awkward awkward interviews and it's just way better here it's super great to uh and this is also the style king of the week segment where they have that kind of silly voiceover intro yeah which was one thing i always sometimes we'd say that you know someone did a good trick style king of the week so also crazy to see here they have you know the you know they put a lot of text on the screen like some stats and stuff so in 1990, Ray Underhill is already 28 years of age, which is crazy. Yeah, and just is. turned like just turned pro at 28. Pretty wild. That is so old for someone back then. Yeah, that's like man am um, style. I think I because I'm well, you know, I'm been very into video days of the last couple of months, as I just spoke about, but like Gon's like retired when he was like 24 or something. Cause he was so when he kind of disappeared after in like nineteen ninety, I don't know, after Blind, yeah, he's only like twenty four or something. But he yeah. was like washed up, and he was like an old man. Yeah, well, I mean, even when Video Days came out, I was like, "Whoa, Gons is old at this point." Still already. Doing. Yeah, yeah, he's been a pro for six years. He's old. No, yeah. crazy. Yeah. There's also this awkward handshake. So Ray Underhill walks up to Matt. He's got a skateboard in one hand and a microphone in the other hand. And Matt Lillard or Matthew Lynn wants to shake his hand. And it's just like, bro, my hands are full. You can see I'm holding some stuff here. I don't know. This is kind of like this quick, like awkward handshake trying to like, everyone's trying to like adjust things into different hands. Yeah. Underhill talks about the uh, mess series, which I thought was kind of cool because that's not something that a lot of people you hear about too much these days yeah i had kind of forgotten about that till he yeah he mentioned it what is it middle east eastern skateboard series or something like that? yes exactly yeah not the middle eastern that you would think of no but yes it's like <laughs> like your neck of the woods matt yeah kind of yeah. well kind of right yeah. yeah 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 he's also the i had forgotten he's the inventor of the knee gasket the knee gasket yeah, yeah. that's put under your knee pad so they wouldn't slide down on a, on a knee bail I, I talked about, uh, I explained to my wife last night what a head gasket was, which <laughs> yeah. in my understanding is when you cut the, the sleeve off your sh- t-shirt, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a head gasket, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. She thought I was just, you know, she was like, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, and, that's not a thing. Powell even sold those at one point. You could, per- you know, you couldn't just cut up your own shirt. You had to buy the official Powell Peralta one. <laughs> yeah, I wish I'm sure you did. No, I didn't. I never had. I never had one. I wish. I didn't. I, that must have not been around too long because I don't really remember seeing those in shops. All the B-roll like skating you see during this interview is at Tony Hawk's house, which is awesome to see. And did you guys notice the Kevin Staub cameo? Kevin Staub had one quick trick in there. I don't know if the editor just goofed or they're just like, let's throw a 
Kevin. No, Stop I didn't see that. Yeah, he does a backside ollie. Nice. Yeah, it's cool. And that's all the kind of ramps that are in like propaganda, is it? Or mm-hmm. like there's, is it propaganda oh. where they kind of have a Tony street course in his in his driveway, driveway there? Oh, yeah. his little that's yeah. propaganda. Yeah, where he and Mortimer and those dudes are skating that right mm-hmm. yeah propaganda. yeah yeah because yeah, that's i mean this is happening between band this and propaganda mm-hmm. so that this is we're right we're right at that time and and this is you know this the show moves along pretty quickly these interviews aren't very in-depth or very long you know and she's just get like two or three minutes with ray here it's cool to see ray like not being super goofy you know like so many underhill so much you see of, yeah of compared to animal chin he's, he's yeah. just goofing and goofing and yeah, he's really he's a really good interview. And and the questions were good too. Like they yeah. weren't just like so what's your favorite what's your mom's favorite trick that you do or whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. like those weird questions from the first episode. They were like what's overseas, you know, reception and touring in Europe and, you know, that kind of stuff. It was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what's the difference between the East Coast and the West Coast, East Coast or and why'd West. you move to California? Yeah, yeah it's, it's cool. It's really good. So big improvement over the first one here so far. My thoughts on this is uh, being in Europe, uh, <laughs> as I am right now. So Ray and Bucky and Tony Hawk, they toured over in Europe in 1990. Mm-hmm. And I went to see that tour as a little kid, quite a big deal for, I think I was 15 or 14. And yeah, Ray Underhill was there and... Uh, I can remember Mike Manzori and Curtis McCann, who were both on Powell at the time, uh, as AMS. Uh, they were there as well. So, I, I, you know, when Ray's talking about what it's like in Europe, I, you know, you witnessed it. I was there, yeah. And yeah. I, mean, I, I just saw him on this enormous metal vert ramp, you know, doing stuff that just I couldn't really handle in real life. It's just too, <laughs> made you just want to like stop skating. Yeah. I saw Ray uh, in 89 on the Bones Bones Brigade tour, summer tour. I never saw Ray. I saw Ray at the band this thing, but he that year, there was no skating. They weren't skating, yeah. Yeah, I never saw him do a demo or anything. All right. So after Ray Underhill, we've got a remote segment with three-fourths of the LA boys, which this part is super cool. And it's it's funny because when I think back to Skate TV, there's maybe like, four or five segments that immediately pop into my mind. And this is, this is one of them. There's two of them in this episode, all in this episode. So this is cool. I wonder where, so we've got Rudy Johnson, Guy Mariano and Gabriel Rodriguez. So where's, where's Paulo? You think he's, he's, I don't know. He's in summer school or something. It's a mystery. So this is post band this and, and pre them, you know, Rudy and guy leaving for, for blind so this mm-hmm. is you know there's not a big window there so they're still on powell here at this point so this is cool that uh we get to see some extra powell footage of these guys so gabe and rudy cruise up to guy's house and they pick them up for you know let's <laughs> go skate and they head to downtown la they hit that classic handrail spot i feel like i should know that the name of that school that that handrails at that they always skate but uh it's escaping me right now there's some great i don't know the name of that that like double set where they're kind of like yeah. Yeah. That's some cool stuff there. And then those brick quarter pipes. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Is it Gabriel? He does like an acid drop to manual, like down mm-hmm. those stairs. D- yeah. Like, like lands in a manual. That's yeah. Pretty impressive. And then down. The- yeah. That's awesome. Well, they, um, the, the great bit is when they like 
you know, it's all like rehearsed, but they knock on Guy's door and he does a bit oh, of yeah. acting. And, hey, do you want to go skating? Okay. Okay. That's let's go. So yeah. Fun. Let's go skating. Yeah, they're they're both looking like right into the camera, and they cut to the other other guy. Yeah, it's cool. I'm sure they're all. I'm sure that uh, guy and I'm, I'm sure that they're all very proud of that acting. <laughs> well, I felt like a little bit. There's like an innocence here with these guys. Like they're still Definitely. so young and green. Definitely. You know. Yeah. yeah it's just they're. You can tell they just love skateboarding. You know. It's very classic. Cool. Uh, yeah. 1990 era like Powell gear that they're wearing like mm -hmm. I you know I just remember all that stuff you know from the back of Thrasher and those. yeah this song is also one that is kind of uh stuck into my brain that I recently it is credited in the credits of this and I punched it in the YouTube and it came up so I'll probably toss that song at the end of this episode if anyone wants to hang out to the end of the episode you can listen to it yeah, it was kind of cool. They're like reading interview questions off of like a piece of paper. Like, I wonder how that, I wonder what the story is behind that. Like they solicited it's, questions. From yeah, them. it's probably like just one cameraman with them. And instead of, you know, he's like, I can't read these and film. So just read them. You know, I, yeah. Stacy gave me these questions or whatever. Just read them off to each other or whatever. And we learned that if Guy isn't skating, he's eating or sleeping. <laughs> he's not doing anything else. And that's why he was one of the greatest skaters of all time. Yep. That's exactly right. Yep. You only need three things. But yeah, super, man, it's just all this footage is just so great. I wonder what like the timeline is like, if, like, because, so, you know, uh, guys like wearing uh, like a Powell t-shirt in video days. Mm -hmm. I wonder, like, I don't know, like, was it the next day after this skate TV, like, yeah, the Jason, very next Jason day. Lee pulled up and went, "Hey, let's go skating." You're probably not far off. It mustn't be much yeah. time between them. And there's a guy segment in another episode too, where he skates the mini ramp later and has an interview in a later episode that we'll get to at some point. And he's still on Powell then too. Yeah, but remember they they filmed all that stuff in like a day. Yeah, this is like yeah. a week of filming all these yeah. episodes. I think. Yeah. All right. Let's see who's next. And then I saw after that, there's that little transition segment with Lance Jr. doing all those poses. He looks like he's like two, two or three years old or something. They pretty, run that in pretty much every episode. Yeah, they kind of the show kind of has, you know, six or seven stock like little artsy transitions, segues. Yeah. yeah. And they kind of just grab yeah, like and, a crew skating in the canal with the long shot. Mm -hmm. There's like the uh, Batman segue that I call it, like the pow. Biff Banks, Gedanked. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Lance and we've seen that they're all in this episode too. Yep. So then the, uh, the Lance Jr. Uh, trick things transitions us into Skate Master Tate interviewing Mickey and Steve Elba in the pool. And again, you know, just reading some of the stats they pop up in time is crazy because Mickey Elba is 24 and Steve Elba is 27. And these guys are already like, like legend pro like oh almost yeah from like another these guys are from another era you know they skated in that's the crazy. 70s like that's crazy you know yeah, they talk about the hester series and yeah skating that kind Steve of stuff Olsen. like when i would hear stuff like that that would blow me away because those are some names or contests you would read about in like the trash section trash section of thrasher sometimes and you get these little like coded i don't know you just little history bits sometimes and thrasher and this is like the hester series you know it's just like mm -hmm. what is that you know you just hear these things is blowing my young mind mm -hmm. i liked how um 
because you know it's uh we're looking back on it now but uh skate master tate asked them both so what are your plans for the future mm -hmm. i like that bit because like mickey's like i want to go to school I mean, and then steve is saying oh, maybe something to do with music maybe <laughs> art photography that, yeah. exactly that that is exactly right yeah. yeah i love I like it that bit. yeah and the part where it's like uh they're talking about you know are your parents supportive or whatever and and he's and he's like yeah well you know they're supportive but you know they like they just say like you know you can't do it forever but they know, are <laughs> they, yeah i mean like here it is what year was this 1990 yeah right i mean 34 years 34 later, years later still and going. steve alba is definitely still doing it all so yeah and, and jerry gives nice like advice to the kids here because he goes like you know frank hawk and he names some parents and you know so you know be nice to your parents because yeah. you know, <laughs> they'll drive I, you to the contest i noticed there was a lot of like parent type questions in this episode the first episode yeah. there's a lot of like skate safety like all over the first episode and this one it was like supportive parents so we've got it here this is Nickelodeon's uh, influence. I mean. Yeah, we have the yes. letter, the mailbag section at the end of the episode is like a mom that was writing in and wants to hear like a, a, a like a piece about skate parents. You know, yeah. there was something else I wrote it down. We'll we'll get to it or whatever. But you know, here they're talking about parents. I I, I think they were very very much trying to sell this to, the, you know, any parents that might be watching as being like it's cool, it's wholesome. Yeah, you know. Don't make your kids turn it off. Mm -hmm. So it's very Nickelodeon. It's very on on brand for Nickelodeon in, in the late 80s, early 90s, for sure. Because, you know, I mean, skateboarding then was still very much like not mainstream. Oh, for and sure. And looked at as a, a hooligans activity. Yes. Little did they know that it was, you know, a year later than the skateboarding would get very uh, not uh, friendly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about it. This is like the last you couldn't have done this show in 1991. It just wouldn't wouldn't have worked. Like this, they just got it in there in the perfect, perfect timing. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine skate TV existing in like the in the Steve Rocco? The era? big pants small wheel era. Yeah. I mean, it just Steve would Rocco would not have let that exist. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're here today in the parking lot and we're going to steal kids' boards and focus them. You know, like it would be Jackass's show. Or yeah, we're, at the, we're at the Hustler offices and uh, <laughs> yeah. do a tour of Hustler. We're shipping we're out porn mags to the subscribers of Big Brother. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're going to see how many 11-year-olds we can get high. <laughs> yeah, in this, in this episode, how to make LSD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Our I, I, I like this. I, I love... Uh, you know, you don't you don't really I mean, Steve has sort of gone further with skateboarding, I think, like than Mickey, mm -hmm. you know, did. So it's cool to hear some, you know, kind of see some Mickey stuff. Um, but I love the fact that Steve Alba is still just holding down the fort for this stuff. Like he has never never thought that there would be something after skateboarding. Like he, you know, I, I love that attitude, you know, where you're like, Oh yeah, this isn't just something I'm doing now as a kid. Yeah. Like this is what I'm doing. Yeah. You know. So I, I love that. And he's and he is uh he's doing it. He's doing it for sure. He's like in his sixties now. I think he be. just turned sixty. I remember yeah. seeing his yeah. birthday on Instagram very recently, he turned yeah. sixty. 
I went skating for like maybe 35 minutes on Wednesday and I was just crippled the next day. And I'm not, I'm not 60. Yeah. But you know, if you watch Steve Alba, dude, like that guy still goes first off, he'll go, he'll look at over fences, he'll drain pools, yeah. but he always stretches. Like he's got a stretching regimen and he's flexible. Like he could outstretch dude. He's like, he does that thing where he, splits his legs and he does the full body you know stretch and he wears his and he wears pads and he's always padded up and you know it's like dude if you do that if you skate every day and you're active like that and you're stretching and you're wearing safety gear shit i I don't see any reason why he won't be doing it 10 years from now the way he takes care of of himself and lives it definitely that move is not in my stretch routine Whatever that is. My lack of a stretch routine is catching up to me. <laughs> yeah. Like yearly. I'm like, I, do, oh, I maybe I maybe do that and that and I'm yeah. Like, yeah, stretched. Yeah, I'll do this thing. I'm ready. Yeah. All right, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, we've got the debut of the tips from the skate shop with Lance Mountain segment. That's like kind of like a fan favorite of the show. So this is the first time we see this because in the previous episode, the pilot episode. He's just talking about skate obstacles at the pink motel, like out on the deck. So, and when we interviewed Mark Hunt, we asked where this little set was built. Was it in one of the rooms of the pink motel, which I think a lot of people think or assumed, or I know at least I did. And then Mark couldn't quite remember. He was for sure. It was like, it wasn't in one of the rooms at the pink motel. So I was like, all right, we need to get to the bottom of this. Inquiring minds want to know skate nerds want to know. So I texted Lance. Like he's going to know. Right. So he responded. He's like, believe it or not, it was in one of the rooms at the pink motel. (laughs) So I was like, Oh no, we got two opposite stories here. And then I asked him how many days. So what did I ask him? I was like, where was the set? Where did you film? And who did the decorating in the background? So he says, believe it or not, it was at one of the rooms of the pink motel. I think we filmed it all in one day, but maybe there was a pickup day. It was just us. So it's like, Matthew, Skate Master Tate, and Lance, and Stacy, and a grip. And then he says, could be wrong on all accounts. So he's like, not <laughs> sure about anything. And then Thanks I thanked him. So then for fun, I texted Mark Hunt. Hey, we're still, you know, this is what Lance said about, you know, where the, the set was. So then before Mark could uh, respond, Lance went on YouTube and he pulled up one of the clips and he watched it. And he says, uh, he's like, I just watched one. He says, it's definitely not at the pink motel. He's like, I think it's Stacy's office with all the stuff in the background. So this is kind of the fabled silver Lake Mm -hmm. editing office that we've talked about a lot on the show. So then before I could tell Mark Lance's update, Mark wrote, yeah, now that I think about it, it's probably at Stacy's office. So them both kind of coming to the conclusion that it's there. I'm going to I'm going to go with that. I think we could call it. Yeah. But one day we will get a definitive answer when one day we will talk to Stacy Peralta and we're going to ask him the, the first insane, question. Yeah. <laughs> it's the gonna, only question. We got to yeah. get the big one out of the way. Yeah. Where was the skate shop from so Skate TV time. film? Yeah. But well, that's cool. Is... That that makes more sense. I mean, if you look at it, it definitely looks like it's a little more than you would just do in a hotel room. You know, like mm-hmm. 
it's bringing the workbench and it's kind yeah. of decorated yeah. in the background and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. But on this, this segment, they're talking about grip tape, you know, different kinds, different styles, how to apply it. And I love Skate Master Tate's got to kind of play dumb and be like, do we put the bolts on before or after? Like, what do we do? You know, just so like young, you know, kind of to help young kids along. Pretty fun yeah, that's stuff. That's good here. stuff. Yeah. And they I guess. A, they have a, they have, sorry, they have that pre, pre-cut grip yeah, the tape. The die cut. The die yeah, cut. for a hot yeah. board. And he's sticking it on like, I guess, a lance board. It doesn't fit. It's yeah, not it does right. not quite shaped. Yeah. <laughs> Could you? I mean, it's really nerdy, but could you get like other shaped grip tape? If you had a good Tommy Guerrero, was did you? I don't know. Yeah, I think they had. You know, they had like the pig shape ones, and I think there's Guerrero because I think you could buy completes, right? Like the Lance Mountain family. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Get it with. I had a size that was factory gripped with die cut grip. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that that went away. You know, after a minute, I think they. I, I only remember them coming with the with the grip as completes, but I, I, I could be wrong about that. Mm-hmm. My first board I bought as a complete out of a bike shop and it was it was gripped. And then I think when I got my second board, they're like, oh, do you want us to grip it for you? And I was like, oh, OK, like, I, you know, I've never done like I don't know anything. I'm just a 12 year old kid or whatever, you know. And I don't think they knew either because what they you know, everyone does like the filing thing where you kind of would like take a screwdriver and kind of like edge it and then cut it off with mm-hmm. a razor blade or whatever. They would take the sheet of grip tape and they'd lay it down and then they'd put the board on it and they'd trace it. No. Yeah. And then they would go and then they would cut in like, like a an scissors? eighth. Of, yeah. With scissors, they cut in like an eighth of an inch inside the trace. And then like, you know, peel, like what? I was like, Oh, that's how you do it. Yeah. Cause we they are frowning like, right now. I know. <laughs> Right. I can't imagine that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like, why would anybody do it like that? I don't know. I mean, how who would wow. take the thing to take like you could just file off the side? I don't know. I wow. I guess there's no wrong way to do it as long as you get it on there. But yeah, it seems I've never heard of anybody doing that. So they traced it. Yeah, they put the board. You know, and not, then they and then they cut. They put off, the paper not, side up and put yeah. the board on top of it, and then took like a pencil or marker and traced the whole board. Interesting. And then they got the scissors and then they cut like an eighth of an inch inside, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. 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 And then they Wild. peel it off and stick it on. And I was just like, you know, you're just, like, Oh, that's how you do it. You know? And then I did it that way a, a few times myself. I never would never have thought <laughs> to do that. I'm reminded of my first grip tape job I did myself. And it's like, still haunts me how bad it was. <laughs> like I, uh, I had half black grip tape and half clear grip tape. And clear grip tape is disgusting. I hate clear grip tape. But I put magazine photos underneath the clear grip tape because I saw uh, some skater had it in a magazine. And, like, I live in England and it just is very rainy. So, you know, I got this complete, like, I made the complete up myself. But, like, Christmas Day was pretty rainy, but I had to go skating. Anyway, that grip tape died very quickly. See, let me tell you guys, this is making a really good case for Lance Mountain, Matt Lynn, and, Skate and doing Master this Tate segment, yeah. showing you how to do it. Yeah, they were <laughs> just like five. Otherwise, years... you do stupid shit like this. Yeah, they were just five years too late from from right, me, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's true though. I mean, if you think about it, it's not the most intuitive thing to know how to put grip tape on. It takes a while to get good at it. I mean, yeah, 
you don't want to get bubbles and you want to get yeah. nice, nice well, like, if you, like on youtube now you know if you're starting out skating you can youtube you know you search how do i put grip tape on so this section is like you know inventing like whole youtube channels it's true two videos yeah i can kind of tell that they did film them all in one day in a way because not i'm thinking of other segments and uh they kind of devolve into comedy pretty fast some of them so they you know after like doing five or six they were like kind of over it yeah and they and they they get getting slap happy yeah yeah like i'm thinking of the one they tape lance's hands together in his mouth or something (laughs) But we'll get to those they, as we get to the series. They wrap grip tape around someone's head in this. I think, yeah, I think that's really. how it starts, right? They take it off his head or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I noticed Matthew Lynn's wearing wrist guards. Oh, for, I didn't notice that. So I was guessing that maybe there's a safety gear sketch, you know, one of these segments about safety gear, and he put those on and then they just chose, you know, they didn't whatever order they filmed them in, they didn't just distribute them into the episode. So maybe they had filmed the safety gear one before this one and he's still wearing them or whatever. I don't know. I just thought he's, or he's just being silly. Who knows? Maybe he doesn't want to hurt his uh, hands (laughs) when he's gripping the board. Yeah. It can get dangerous. People who don't skate, if they, that's something that really like is a burning question. I still find it. If there's like a parent of a skate park who doesn't skate, they're really like it bothers them about the grip tape they're like one how does you how does your feet stick to the board it's really puzzling to them the concept of grip tape <laughs> and yeah. the whole that's such a big issue for people yeah you don't skate all right so after tips from the skate shop we go to a commercial break oh also wait real quick the some of the stuff did you guys kind of poke around in the the background of there's there's all kinds of cool old Powell boards and Colby posters and there's like a Lance Bear flex board back there so there's lots of in cool this stuff. in the skate in the shop? skate shop part yeah hmm. the set decorations yeah. real cool all right we come back from the commercial break and we've got by the all- way hold on kudos okay. to you Larry for being like you know I was too lazy to not tape the commercials I was like I'll just fast forward through them. Oh, there but you, you paused. I paused and then came back. And yeah. came back. <laughs> so that's pretty awesome. Good job. But now I wish I had kind of. I know you want to see what they yeah, are. Right. Yeah, yeah. What were they ever says? Yeah. And I think some of the YouTube uploads, this other gentleman has, does have the commercials in there. Nice. So um, maybe we'll talk about those when we, because uh, we'll I guess do an those, episode about yeah. the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry. Uh, all good. So here we are, Omar Hassan interview and skating the 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 spine ramp. And this is the first time we see the spine ramp because, like, right. you know, in the previous episode, we just had the Powell tour fold out travel ramp. And uh, again, with the ages, he's only age 16. Yeah. Freaking bonkers. Rookie pro, brand new board just came out on Blockhead. Such a sick. I was graphic. not that well-spoken or I was not like that when I was 16. <laughs> he is like, you know you know, eloquent and he's like, oh amazing yeah, amazing at skating. And he's, yeah. he said he's 16. I was like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Just toured Europe for a month at age 16. You get to see those sweet Hasoy hammerhead uh, deck chairs that they had. Oh, yeah. I think, was that the first appearance of those or were they in the first one? I can't remember. I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Omar, dude, come on. Again, another guy talk about 34 years later, still, he's just still going. Him. Yeah. This yeah. is like, He's probably been pro just a few months here at this point. And yep. 
hasn't stopped for a second and just ripping this mini ramp i mean i love all like the ollie grabs and stuff though it was all kind of like super new and and modern and awesome at the time because you know earlier but everyone's trying to like early grab on mini ramps and stuff and he's just blasting off these ollies yeah that graphic too man that his first blockhead graphic so good yeah ron cameron ron cameron yeah oh well you have the requisite section where matt lillard's calling out the tricks and he <laughs> doesn't do a good job again he does an all right job it's better than it's the little, last one yeah but there's one where he says fake ollie to fakey <laughs> well i don't know what that means i don't know or he says like judo air transfer but it's like a frigid air and not a judo air <laughs> it's a he gets a few wrong in there but we'll we'll let it slide i'm wondering but it's not, it wasn't him getting them wrong it was somebody else someone did some writer yeah. like yeah hey he say just, these and then we'll yeah stick it in yeah. there yeah yeah did he skate that's something i want to ask we do know no. the answer to that yeah. question yeah the, the, the answer is me. no, no we're mark hunt the night before they hit record on the first episode, he made Matt Lynn get on the mini ramp, which was the Powell mini ramp, and and go back and forth a couple times. He's just like, I just needed to know that this dude skated at some point before he hosted a skateboard TV show. So he made him get on the ramp for like five minutes and, and skate it. But other than that, I guess, no. Yeah, that was it. Maybe more though, you know. He yeah, might have gotten. Yeah, we more, don't know. He might have gotten more into it, you know, doing the show. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe. Well, Larry and uh, you guys need to find this sort of thing out. Well, I yeah, I want to interview him I, for sure. It would be awesome to have him on to talk TV. about skate TV. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna send Matt to one of those cons that's like near him and go get in, uh, the autograph line and ask him to come on the show. You're gonna send me, huh? Yep. He's in, coming to Kansas City. I've already looked him up. <laughs> All right are you paying my my hotel uh fee sure sure yeah right. this, i mean i'm spending 70 dollars on a yeah. car you know <laughs> that's true yeah i can yeah that's that's a good point <laughs> good point all right next up chuck treese in the studio and this is another segment that's been stuck in my my head and i love this and we've talked about this one. a little bit when we interviewed chuck treese we were asking him about this episode 21 episode 21 yeah there you go oh this is the other segment with lots of parent talk where he's just like i want to impress my mom and my dad with my skating and my music so it's just like man they must be like i don't know just you know the meetings behind the scene were like let's let's have everyone say that their parents are cool with it so the the parents at home are like i guess i'm okay with my kids skating you know and he also said he was doing skate music for nickelodeon which i thought was interesting yeah so I guess at the time I thought, oh, he's doing music for Skate TV, which maybe they they thought it was going to be at the time or whatever. But the song that you hear mostly song- here is dumped into uh, propaganda. propaganda. Yeah. yeah. But I, I thought that, was, thought that yeah. was interesting. Like, oh, did they hire him on to do to score Skate, Skate TV? TV? That- I think he was just doing music for Powell. And yeah. Whatever Stacey wants me to do and then yeah, whatever yeah. he wants to do with it, he yeah. it's up to him. But I always love to see the skate footage of him, which we learned from Peter McEwen that he was going to have a part in Band This. And that looks like that was probably this footage. It looks kind of, I mean, I'm probably way off, but it looks kind of like the same area that Ray Barbie skates in Band This with like the Bangles t-shirt. It's kind of, I don't know. It just yeah, like real, like-, like real far out shot, but kind of like zoomed in. Mm-hmm. kind of yeah. thing like coming straight at the camera i like to think that ray barbie was there that day as well mm-hmm. yeah 
Could be. I'm I'm dreaming of that. He's skating uh, Stacy's uh, mini ramp. I like to. Uh, I think it's great having Dennis Dragon in there. He's like producing it, and he's just like you know pulling faces and yeah, he's more he's, he's than a the wild band. character. Yeah, I like yeah. also when they're interviewing interviewing Chuck and and Dennis is to the side. They must be like, okay, look like you're doing something because if you pay attention, he's just like turning knobs and he's yeah. like like going all wild like with headphones like while they're interviewing it's the kind of a distraction but he's like just goofing you know well i remember seeing this back in the day and and honestly being like blown away by the fact that chuck treese oh yeah. was recording everything himself i didn't even know that was possible yeah how was that you know in my in my juvenile yeah. brain you know i was like oh you have it's a band i mean obviously like a band plays you, you don't just do everything yourself. Mm-hmm. And then Dennis talks about, you know, Chuck lays down the drum part and he just, he's just, he's not, I don't even know if he's playing it. it to a click track. He's just hearing it in his head. And then he puts the bass on and then he does the guitar. I remember that floored me when I was younger. Like, doesn't he say he's like first try, like I did the drums yeah. first try. But... And yeah. Been... Well, yeah. Dennis <laughs> Dragon says it's like one take and he's done. And which I believe. Yeah. Uh, and then know. he even sings, sings on the songs too. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe I could not believe that as a kid. Like, how can anybody do that? How is it even possible to do that? You know? Yeah. The I didn't know that recording technology. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But I thought that was awesome. Yeah. And it still is. Chuck rules. It kind of talks about his little uh, starting with the groove and how he, you know, comes up with his music and it's just all like vibe based and everything. I love it. It's a, it's a great part. It's a big yeah. funky groove. Yeah. yeah. Love that part. And that's one I've gone back on YouTube many times and just watch that seg. you know someone has that up just as its own isolated segment and i've watched that many times all right next up we've got a quick skate safety psa from kevin staub <laughs> so he he wants to skate for a long time so he's gonna wear his pads and those are you know so a lot of these segments i kind of forget you know i haven't watched ahead or anything on these episodes but i'm just like oh yeah that was the you know and then it would like trigger these other memories from other episodes that they have i think they're probably have those in every episode maybe i'm guessing or at least a few of them yeah but we'll we'll see as we go through this that's when i think of kevin Stubb. like that is the kevin Stubb that i that i think of you know what i mean mm-hmm. like 90s that, kevin like early 90s kevin Stubb. like yeah. his, him looking like that that's a look for sure yeah yeah i had one of those 90 uh long sleeve yes. t-shirts and i wore that to her and you know I, I wasn't really sure what it was. I bought mm-hmm. it in a skate shop, but I didn't know that it was like his company. And mm-hmm. I would often be asked about it and I'd just be like, ah, <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. Did, didn't, they, didn't they bring that back at some point? I still, think it's yeah, back still doing now, it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know. mm-hmm. Anyone out there who's got a white 90 long sleeve t-shirt, then send it my way. <laughs> I think we can make that happen. All right, next up, we're in the deep end with Skate Master Tate. And this was another, you know, reoccurring segment. And I think this was one of my my favorite segments because he would always like introduce or show a preview to a like a recent or upcoming skate video. So those are always exciting for me to see. But this is where he would have beef of the week, trick of the week, home viewer video, and we've got them all here. So he starts out with beef of the week. And we've got an unknown guy and Eric dressing, Eric dressing going down in the in the pool. I thought that was maybe is it not Lance? I don't think so. I thought I, 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 I didn't recognize who it was. Okay. 
I thought it might have been Lance. Definitely dressing on that second one. Yeah. A very, very mild slams. Never. Yeah. Nothing brutal, too crazy here. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Don't want to put the parents off. Yeah. Right. There you go. Scare yeah. the parents away. Yeah. We've got trick of the week. Mike McGill doing the wicked twister, <laughs> which I was always a little bit concerned about that name. Sound a little silly here. Like but this anyone is a- watching that episode is going to look at that and go, oh yeah, I'm going to go and learn that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a double handed grab 720. And it's awesome to see McGill get to the 720 after inventing the 540, which is very cool. Yeah, that's a that's definitely a trick that uh, is most often attributed to Tony, I would say, more than Mike. Isn't it? It's more likely that that's how McGill, could, the only way he could do it, like, you know, like... Double Steve grabbing? Cavallari. I don't know if that's the only way, or he's just but like... Know, like Steve Cavallari could only do, like kind of like an indie mctwist or something oh backside grab yeah and it's just like the only way he learned Mm -hmm. it that way first when i was watching that i was thinking i don't know i'll have to deep dive into mcgill's 720s but yeah i wonder if it's like they just had to put i'll just add some extra flair to stand out from anybody i'll grab it twice Mm -hmm. or was that maybe the only way that he could do it was to double grab it because i don't know we'll ask him one day hey mike (laughs) The Wicked Twister, though, man. I, I guess I didn't really realize that that trick had a name. Yeah, I think, I think if you're only double, double grabbing, grab. it's the Wicked Twister. Is it? Okay, yeah. I, I guess I didn't know if that. If you're grabbing one-handed, it's just the 720. 720, yeah. Right. Was the 720 at one time called the McHawk? I remember calling it that because there's like the McTwist, and then when Tony did the 720, 720 the people were calling it the McHawk. Maybe, but that definitely didn't take. No, but I remember maybe seeing that in a magazine or something like Tony Hawk does the, you know, the Mick Hawk or whatever. Hmm. Hmm. Like in a photo caption or a sequence caption or something. All right. Next up, another favorite segment of mine, the home viewer video. And this is Dave Watkins and Shu Pong ripping it up. And they do this, the one clip the ramp up to the wall where they slow mo it and he like backside grabs and yanks yeah. back the fakey super sick that like quadruple blunt to fakey on that those like conjoined quarter mm-hmm. pipes or whatever was cool yeah this had all the hallmarks of a skate crew home video at that time dude you had like the the rail slide bar you had like the no comply like variations the picnic mm-hmm. tables like it just had everything yeah that you would expect in a 90s sponsor me tape you know i was wondering if they might be from vancouver maybe because there's they're skating some indoor mini ramp and there's like all yeah. this like tag graffiti and i was like that almost maybe looks like it could be the skate ranch richmond yeah and then there's another guy had a skull skates long sleeve on and that's like a vancouver canadian I was like maybe brand, they're yeah. yeah that's good could be but i also thought i was like we need to find all these home viewer video people and and do an episode on the home viewer you're insane <laughs> how weirded out would shoe pong be if you <laughs> if you got an email <laughs> yeah like Doing i wonder it. what happens if i type in dave watkins into instagram well do dave find, watkins you, you might have find a hard a skater time. yeah shoe pong you might be easier to find him well we'll see as soon as we end this episode I'm, I'm getting on instagram and do it facebook and finding these guys all right need to hire like a private detective or maybe larry that's your true calling is like skate detective yeah (laughs) there you go quick buy that it's a reality show 
skatedetective.com. Hi, I'm Larry. Yeah. And on today's episode, we're finding head in the trash guy from Hocus yeah. Pocus. Yeah. You and Pulio could have like an office where you have desks that face each other. You get a you call know? like, all right, we're yeah, yeah. there in a minute. Yeah. I've got, I've got a hot lead. <laughs> got a the, hot lead on shoe. The pong. tip hotline. <laughs> I love it, dude. All right. I got to make some calls and make this happen. And then the final little clip here in the uh, in the deep end with Skate Master Tate, he shows a preview of the upcoming, I guess, it, I don't know, maybe it had just come out or was upcoming Santa Cruz video called A Reason for Living. Which great is, video. Yeah, great video. Came with the soundtrack cassette. Do you guys remember that? I, I wish I had that. I wish I did too. My friend uh, has one of those. He got it for Christmas one year. He got the VHS and it came with a cassette and i if he if he let you borrow it it would probably chew up yeah don't yeah <laughs> yeah don't let me yeah. play any analog yeah. tapes in this house <laughs> all right and then that kicks us off into the at home segment with tony hawk and man how many at home segments for like news stations or just videos or say like psycho skate or that holiday havoc video like all these like we're here we are at, at tony's house tony yeah i know so many of them and here's another one even back then he was just that guy that you wanted to know more about and mm -hmm. see more of and well there's that bit where he goes um you know what do you do in the morning and he's on the phone he goes gotta make calls gotta keep connects with everyone and that's like you know that's how he's become who he is because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. i don't think many pros were i don't know that way yeah, weren't on the phone every morning phoning their sponsors mm-hmm yeah, for sure. Staying in the know, yeah. I like how they talk about his uh, custom-built monster ramp. The yeah, they call right it a mega beginning. ramp, right? Yeah. But the, but they don't show his big backyard ramp for like a minute. That when they're talking about his custom-built monster ramp, oh, he's, he's trying his shitty little driveway, driveway ramps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there had to have been a bunch of kids going like, "That's a that's, that's it. Tony's <laughs> ramp." Yeah. Yeah, we've got that. Yeah. He's wearing like his John Lennon sunglasses here. Yeah. Classic, classic Tony, man. I love this era of Tony. P ponytail. The vert baggy, ponytail. Super baggy clothes. Yeah, the the John Lennon sunglasses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the vert ponytail. I you recognized know. a couple of the clips. Looks like they may have gotten recycled into propaganda, maybe. I didn't do it. I didn't A-B them. I didn't pull up propaganda to look, but I was like, a couple of these clips look really familiar. Maybe I'll have to investigate that further. I also thought it was interesting, his tricks. His, he lists off some tricks that he wants to do or he's mm -hmm. working on. A, a McTwist mm -hmm. body jar, mm -hmm. nose grind reverts, shove it 50-50s, ollie shove it, and the 900. It's interesting that's to see right. him mention the, the 900 here. Gets yeah, it nine says, years later. God, that's only, only nine years later. Mm -hmm. Seems like it was so much longer after that. But yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah, crazy crazy yeah time is crazy i had a a memory thing pop up on facebook yesterday and i had a thing where i wrote i know i'm getting old because i just referred to an, an 1989 issue of of thrasher as a more recent issue <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those newer ones you know for 1989 yeah. I, I i try and explain you know, the passage of time in skating to my son, who's eight years old. And I'll go like, you know, this magazine is from 1989 or whatever. And I try and explain to him that this, how old this thing is in my hands. And it's just like, 
Why do oh, you yeah. still have it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I found that my my kids uh, my son's eight also and my daughter's eleven. But when I talked about when I talk about things from the nineteen eighties or the nineteen nineties or when I was born, the nineteen anything sounds to them like the eighteen hundreds sounded like to us. That you know what I mean? They're just yeah. like nineteen. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he, he calls it the 1900s because, yes. I mean, I guess it is, but he goes, like, is, yeah. 1900s, where daddy's from. Yeah. yeah. This magazine's from the late 1900s. Yeah. <laughs> it's it so didn't funny. even have cars back then. Oh, you yeah. know, he'll say, like, you know, they didn't have the internet. Mm-hmm. And yeah, not wrong. Yeah. Not wrong. All right. Anything more about Tony's section here? I think I had that. He's wearing, like, that purple kind of light purple shirt with like the the dragons across the front like oh, the stripe yeah, of the, yeah. mm-hmm. i had that shirt but yeah. it was like light blue the oval dragons yeah the oval dragons yeah, yeah. i wish I, I still had that that's a rare one shirt. i don't remember that one really yeah Some, someone send in that shirt <laughs> yeah send ed the 90 the original white yeah. long sleeve send me the blue oval dragons there you go just send us clothing please <laughs> Yeah. Um. All I can say about this bit is, um, I just can remember as a kid that the Tony at home bit in propaganda, that sort of being the kind of moment when like Powell was kind of. I mean, I love it, but Powell was out then because mm-hmm. it it showed kind of ramp skaters trying to be street skaters, and you know, like Rubbish Heap and Video Days came out that year, and it was just suddenly like. Look at these guys with ponytails doing, you know, blunt, I don't know, grabbing their blunts on quarter pipes in a driveway, like whatever. It was over. <laughs> he used his hand. That's, That's ancient kind of well, yeah, stuff. He just wanted to, because as soon as you saw video days, you didn't want, you didn't, you wanted that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do feel like there was a time when grabbing, like touching your board with your hands became very, like, not cool like no and it was that get, way for decades it was yeah. for decades you couldn't do that yeah yeah oh yeah well that was i remember even not that long ago people were still ribbing on mike v for doing bonuses you know like he mm-hmm. touches his board and now everyone does bonuses and wall rides and of whatever, course you know yeah yeah there was a great uh was it hold on sorry there was a great mike v versus chris cole barracks did you ever mm-hmm. see that yeah yeah where like they were he was trying to be like Chris Cole or somebody was like, no grab tricks. Mike's like, whatever, not no grab tricks. That's I'm doing grab tricks. Like you can either do them or you know, it was like a battle at the barracks or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That was great. Yeah. I think there's a couple, couple of those. Yeah. Yeah. How did Chris Cole like cope with all the, cause if I have, Chris like, Cole I... did pretty good. I think Chris Cole was, he's such a good skater. He was able to, I think it was well, yeah, a game. Of it was a game. Yeah, of skate, I guess he could like know. just learn it first time. Like yeah. I definitely, definitely don't try and play skate with anyone, but I did have this young kid want to play skate with me like a few years back at the car park. And I quickly was like, okay, I'm going to do all the stuff that you have like from the eighties. Cause it's the only way I'm going to be. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was grabbing everything. Street plants. and Well, maybe not, but you know, I was, no. the no complies came out very quick because yeah. he was like, what is that? And I was like, ha, mm. that's a letter. That's a letter is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right so after tony we've got the skate tv mail segment which was something i didn't even remember did this end up happening in every episode 
I don't think so, man. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see where it goes, but I yeah. don't remember it being like a thing. Yeah. But and maybe then... that sort of um uh subconsciously set the stage for us doing the mailbag there at you the go. Uh, end of our show. That's true, yeah. And this is like we said a little earlier, this is a letter from a mom. Yeah. Who was asking for she's like, I want to see a segment about other, you know, pros parents and and stuff so kind of interesting but yeah i didn't remember this kind of segment at all and they're hanging out on the uh the deck by the pool in those powell deck chairs yeah the mcgill deck chairs yeah and i think those were designed by or invented or whatever by uh johnny oliver senior so we know johnny oliver jr who worked on a lot of the videos but his dad built the skate zone and then I guess he had designed these chairs. They probably had, you know, seconds sitting around. He's like, I'll make some chairs out of these. But people go crazy for those chairs because who didn't want one of those? Of course. Yeah. Doesn't Mike V have a uh, Mike V chair? Uh, he did. I don't, I he think did. he uh, parted ways with that at some point, but he did. Do you, have, do you have one of those, Matt, in your, uh, you know, you got kind of like a skate shop in your house. Do I have one of those uh, chairs? One of those chairs? No, I sure don't. No, think, we got to get them. I think someone needs to yeah. send one of those Yeah, in. send a yeah. chair to yeah. Matt. I got a spot for it. There you go. Yeah, that'd be cool. I wonder if you could, I mean, it's probably not hard to do a custom. You could get some yeah. some reissues and build one yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yep. What I want to do next is recreate the entire set of skate TV in the backyard. There you go. <laughs> get the fish-shaped pool. Yeah. Put up yeah. the wall the of hubcaps. Hub yeah. yeah. Mini ramp yeah. with a spine. Yep. I'm going to trap Matthew Lynn back there with shackles. <laughs> and make, you make, make him all, perform on command. Hold the microphone. Yeah, yep. exactly. Okay. Well, Sounds when good. you meet him at the like Comic Con or something, do not mention that that wish. No, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Leave that, that, till that later. comes later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He'll find out in, in due time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So after the viewer mail, they kind of just sign off and we get the credits. Uh, a lot of the credits I read at the beginning, you know, I read off the more major, like kind of skate type credits, but there's tons of credit, you know, TV type, there's grips and wardrobe and makeup people, all kinds of stuff. And we always got some interesting B-roll. looks like someone just went around with like a super eight camera, just filming random stuff. And you always got, got that in the credits and that's it. Episode two of skate TV, final thoughts, you guys on skate TV, episode two. I thought it was action packed. Like when they read off, like when I popped the tape in and he, you know, they said like, I was like, holy cow, this is action packed. This for me is my favorite era of skateboarding period. Period. I mean, I, you know, this is when I was really into it. Okay. Like 88, 89, 90. Okay. And those are your salad days. My salad days, you know, Hocus Pocus was out. Band this was out. Everything was still cool it was still like everything was still w- how i liked it mm-hmm. like you said this is like ushering in the end of that era mm-hmm. but i love shit like this dude i mean and it's cool to see um the whole episode you know because like the as you said the 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 one that's on youtube is only like 10 minutes of it so there's tons of stuff in here that i had not seen and i don't even know how long you know since the first time i saw it on nickelodeon yeah i like yeah. that I feel like the one that was on YouTube, it felt like, you know, like you'd watch something on MTV and then they'd show it again and it was just kind of was remixed. Mm-hmm. It felt like the one that was on YouTube compared to the one you, Larry, you know, went cre- like went through 
you know, the seven rings of hell to make. <laughs> Am I wrong? It feels like it's, is it, it feels like the kind of order is a bit different. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think the be. one on YouTube, like someone on stopped YouTube. it and then it came back. You know, it's yeah. like not just one con consistent 10 minute chunk of the show. It's like chopped up. It's but also they re-ran they re these, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it was Nickelodeon and then did were they rerun on something else? Some other Nick it subsidiary? Was like game show Nick network or something. Game show network. Yeah, yeah, so who knows? I mean, they might have been recut for time or yeah. you know what I mean? And who knows That's where true. this guy pulled you know, pulled these from or when well, he recorded them in the description. He, I don't even know if he's a skater. It was just like, I purchased these tapes and they had skate, you know, like, was that a, I don't know, garage sale or he bought these oh, really? tapes off. Like maybe he's just a Nickelodeon archivist or something. It was just like, Oh, skate. I don't know. But actually let me, uh, I'll actually look it up real quick. I'll see what it says. I feel he could like fire him off uh, like a little email and uh, just explain to him the, his shortcomings. <laughs> he's got his he's got his numbering know. wrong i mean i don't want to you know i mean i know it's just a youtube video and you just put it up there for fun but you've got a few points yeah you gotta think about what you're doing sometimes yeah. buddy yeah there's repercussions that's right okay here's here's what he says this is in the description of every episode he has on tv i purchased an old vhs that had the full and only season of skate TV on it. Some of the episodes are missing a few minutes or more, but this is the best that I have. So it sounds like he just grabbed some old VHS tapes from somebody or somewhere. Garage sale or something. Yeah, was interested in, you know, what the label said. And he thought, you know, I'll, I'll put all this stuff online. So who knows? Maybe I'll send huh? him a message. Do it. All right. I think, I think the viewers uh, demand it. Mm -hmm. Tell him to go back to that person and get his money back because he he got he got hoodwinked <laughs> all right there it is everybody episode two of skate tv that's our quick take on uh this classic nickelodeon television show it is a classic though it is it really is I well, mean, I, you know i i think back to like when we put out maybe two or three episodes of our podcast matt people came out and they were like we want skate tv we want mm -hmm. gleaming the cube we want thrashing and we want police academy Four. do that yeah. and so they must like i don't know more of like cult classic kind of yeah kind of yeah. skate stuff yeah 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 this stuff stands out i mean it comes from an era where you know you didn't get content fed to you yeah 24 week, hours weekly a day. skate content for 13 yeah. weeks and larry you've had to as you talked about um you had to uh you know save this video multiple times and here it is and here yeah. it is yeah and the rip actually is pretty good like your your dub of it that's yeah it turned out YouTube. better than the turned out the pilot one yeah 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 hopefully we won't have to do that for episode three you can just watch those first 30 seconds and then reference uh you know a youtube clip that already exists but we'll see we'll see what happens famous last words larry yep. yeah <laughs> All right, Ed, thank you so much for joining us today for Skate TV episode two. Oh, thank you. It's great to speak to you guys again. Yeah, it's always great to hang out with you and see you here. And if they do another Bones Brigade experience, I am launch launching a GoFundMe <laughs> called Get Ed to the United States of America. And you're going to come and we're going to get you a ticket and we're going to get you over here and we're going to hang out and it's going to be a good time. 
this is this is a uh, that is beautiful to hear. <laughs> I have so many people uh, to uh, just like see in person, uh, skate like skate people to come over and see. Uh, yeah, I just need to uh, get my kids working. I think. There you go. And then I can just hot fit it over to California. Definitely. Nice. All right, Ed. We will talk to you soon. Okay. Have Thanks, a good one. Man. And there goes Ed back to the green room. Dude, Ed. Ed. He's the best. Yeah, he's he the rules. Best. Yeah, thank you, Ed. I highly recommend that people go check out Ed's artwork. If, you, if you're not familiar with it already, it's just great. It's very reminiscent of like Daniel Clovis and those mm-hmm. kinds of artists. Very, mm-hmm. very like, um, I don't know what the style is, but it's good. It's how I wish I could draw. Yeah, I love it. You know? Like as soon as yeah. I... I mean, I discovered Ed on Instagram and uh, just was just like, this dude's awesome instantly, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, what do you think, man? Should we bust out, get get into some some user mail? Yeah, let's do it. Time for the mailbag. Sit it. And now, the Bones Brigade Audio Show Mailbag. All right. We are back with the mailbag. Mailbag number 50, 50, 51. 50, yeah, we've skipped. Maybe there's two or three that don't have yeah. them. Definitely two, maybe three. I don't know. All right. Okay. We'll call it number 50 for the mailbag. All right. All right. We have Terry. He writes in, hey, my name is Terry, and I'm from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Big fan and listener of your podcast. I'm a friend and coworker of Kevin Harris, and I grew up hmm. skating in the 80s at the Richmond Skate Ranch. I'm just in the middle of listening to your Colin McKay episode, and it brings back tons of old memories. I was telling Kevin about your podcast a little while back, and he'd be stoked to do an episode with you guys. He has such a deep knowledge in the history of skateboarding, especially in the 80s during the Powell years. Uh, Do you want me to hook you up? Let me know, and I can arrange it. Thanks, Terry. Terry, thanks. Thanks, thanks, Terry. Thanks, Terry. I've actually talked to Kevin about coming on. And uh, so he will come on at some point. We're just waiting. He's going to come on around the release time of his book. So Kevin Harris has a book coming out. And uh, I think we're going to get him to come on. He's not quite sure when it's going to come out yet. So Mm, okay, uh, we're going to figure all that out when the time comes. But yeah, Kevin, he rules the Iceman. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, well, but thank you, Terry, man. That's awesome. And to anyone who uh, is friends with, you know, people in the polisphere that have, <laughs> yeah, they haven't sure. heard on the show, like, yeah, for, by all means, put in a good word for us. Highly yes. appreciate it. All right, we have Mark, and he writes, I heard about a Paul Peralta video called Motherhood in the late 80s, but I never saw it, nor did I find any official evidence that it ever really existed. But it seems to exist because you can find it on YouTube. And then he gives a YouTube link. I would love to know more about what's going on here. Please do an episode about this video. Mark. Mark, thanks for sending this in. This was a bit of a surprise to me as well. So, man, I did watch the video that you sent, and I have not seen it before, Mm. which is still scary in 2024 that we're still discovering new things. But a lot of this footage is repeated in other videos. Yeah, I noticed done. that. So we of... did an episode on a rare promo video called World Tour 89. Mm-hmm. 
that was sent to skate shops that were booking the uh, summer tour that year. And then Powell Peralta also has like a promo video. I think, I don't know what it's titled, but it's something, something with motherhood where it's got a lot of this soldier, the drill sergeant footage. Yeah. And uh, this was all to go with in 89, I think February 89, they did the trade show booth mm-hmm. called uh, Camp Motherhood. And uh, this was a promo video or well, I don't know, a trade show video that they were playing in, in their booth. So I don't know. This was a, a, like a, yeah. a, a remix or just something, you know, yeah. but it was a lot of, you know, I didn't like do a side-by-side comparison or everything, but I was just like, this is a lot of footage that we've, we've sure. talked about. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Yeah. We could do an episode on it, I guess. Kind of reminded me of attack too, in a way. Yes. The editing you know? style and stuff. Yeah. 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 But I mean, it's a Powell video and it's something that not everybody knows about. And yeah. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Let's do it. Yeah. Also, one more thing. I have seen a cover sometimes, you know, when I'm scouring the net and I would see something that kind of Powell video related, I would take a screen cap or save it or whatever. And somebody was selling, this is a, a European gentleman because it well the tape was a pale format but it said motherhood promo video. I'll have to dig it, dig it up. So nice. I don't know if it was just That's in cool. Europe. Yeah. You know, there was some type of, you know, they made at least a few copies. Semi-official sent release. It, yeah. Sent to yeah. distributors or shops in Europe or something. Wow. Wow. So there's a cover out there for this motherhood video. And of course you have a, you have a snapshot of it on your phone I have a somewhere. snapshot of it on my phone somewhere. <laughs> I'll look for it as soon as we're done. Well, I'll, that's good. Yeah. It, yeah. We'll have an episode graphic at least. So Yeah. <laughs> it's like handwritten. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, it's printed to look like it was hand handwritten. Right, right, kind right. Of thing right. or whatever. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like Craig or Jim Fitzpatrick's handwriting or something. Yeah. And if I remember right, correct me if I'm wrong. I'd need to go back and listen to it. But I think Jim in his gym like way elaborated on what the 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 meaning behind the motherhood thing was Mm -hmm. like the name the motherhood the whole motherhood thing yeah if i remember right uh, in one of the episodes we did with him he kind of got talked a little bit about where that came from but i i I failed to remember exactly what he said because it was sort of you know jim fitzpatrick yeah yeah just kind of riffing so yeah but, I'll have to go back and listen as well. Yeah, yeah. But man, thanks for, I was like, oh my God, another video that I did. You know, it's just like, yeah. when is this going to end? But man, and so in 89, they had a lot of stuff cranking out. They did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again, man. That was awesome. So we have Steven and he writes in and says, hi guys, congrats on reaching 50 episodes of your show. Back to back Tony Hawk and Colin McKay episodes were something special. Thank you for those keep the hits coming awesome so we shall yeah. yeah we shall i mean that's you know i gotta I, you know not to scratch our own backs too much but <laughs> coming out of the gate with those two is a that's gonna be a hard one to hard one yeah to top yeah that was i mean just the timing just that's just how it worked out you know it's yeah. just weird yeah and on that note, we have Carl, and he writes, Tony Hawk, that escalated quickly. Didn't expect <laughs> to see his name in my subscription feed when your new episode popped in. Would love to see Tony on again to talk more about the old videos. Thanks, Carl. Yeah, Carl, we'd, me too. Yeah. We'd love that too. Yeah. And, that uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we just, I kind of let everything, like when the time is right, 
it it will all just align and uh that's how we've kind of done it so far yeah and yeah. uh it'll just it'll just all work out so hopefully yeah that would i would love to have tony i mean we dabbled a little bit about animal chin at the end there and talking about the blue tile lounge and stuff but mm-hmm. i mean he's got to just be a wealth of knowledge on on the old videos I mean, the first one yeah. premiered right in his living room at his parents' house. So that's right. That's a that's an epic place to start the whole conversation. You know, it's true. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, um, if you're into uh, cool guests, you know, all I gotta do, say is stay tuned because we got some really good ones lined up. I don't want to give away any details, but let me just say everyone's gonna be psyched. Yeah, um, a couple episodes. For, I mean, I love all of them, but there's a one that's kind of lining up for few episodes from now that mm-hmm. i'm really excited about i'm trying not to get ahead of myself because you know we're kind of just planning one at a time here but yeah yeah we, we uh, you know like you said these things just sort of they they sort of happen we we don't really have everything calendared out more mm-hmm. than a few episodes in advance but luckily everybody seems to be cool with coming on on relatively short notice, I guess, with the, you know, month or so notice, yeah. you know, I feel like we've really gotten lucky too yeah. with scheduling. Like it all just always seems to work out. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yep. <laughs> no one's ghosted us or disappeared or like, we don't like. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, we did have one. Oh yeah. We had one. The first, the first the guest. First ever guest. <laughs> we got, we we'll, got get we'll get them back. We'll get them back. Yeah. We'll get them back. Yeah. 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 We'll save that story for another time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll save it for when he comes when he on. Comes on. Yeah. I think we'll, uh, is that it for the mailbag? Anything else? That's it. We're going to call that for the mailbag this week. All right. That was a fun one. Always dude. Always fun. Yeah. All right. The, I got a homework assignment as always. Everyone go to our YouTube channel. Check out this episode two of skate TV. Send us your thoughts, your feelings, your questions about it. And we will read it on a future episode. The be- And the best way to reach us is to go to our website at thebonesbrigadeaudioshow.com. Click on our contact page and you can message us right there. Or just send us a direct message on Instagram. But uh, yeah. yeah, that's about it. Well, and I think I- we, you know, we got, we got to the bottom, I think, right, of the skate shop location. I think we're going to call it. I think we'll, I think we should call it Silver Lake Studios. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, if two people are kind of like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was that same yeah. season. It, it probably is. And those two people happen to be Lance Mountain and Mark Hunt. <laughs> yeah, not just two randos off the street, right? This is like people directly uh, involved. That, that, that makes that makes a lot of sense. It yeah. does. It does. But yeah, so, I don't know. You know, it's kind of heartbreaking that I always. I mean, why would I envision it in one of those, like motel the motel rooms, rooms at? I don't know why that, you would do that because I never did. It never even crossed my mind that that was in a motel room. I mean, I don't know why I thought that. And also, I think we've mentioned it before. They're not really in the search for animal chin, whether it's yeah, the night at the pink. They're not yeah. really. Yeah, that's disappointing yeah. too. That's heartbreaking. <laughs> Movie magic, but uh, Powell you know, magic. Yeah, Powell magic. Speaking of Powell magic, whoa, whoa. Yeah, next episode, Powell Coming Magic up. with a really, Coming. really fun guest. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Should be a good one. Yep. Man, that was the first time we've ever given away what the next episode is. Is it? I think so. It could be. It could be. I oh, think we've get... mentioned we're excited about the next one. Or Yeah, but that was... Yeah, but I don't think we've ever named it. 
Yep. So oh, there it is. Whatever. Yeah. That's fine though. That's it's our fine. show. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. All as magic. You, yeah, as you say, we make the rules. <laughs> Don't get too used to it though. Yeah. Because we get some really weird ones coming up. Some surprise ones. Yeah. Some interesting guests, some videos that, you know, if you want to talk about some under the, the radar videos. One we, got that, a, we, we got a video that makes motherhood look like, you know, Pee-wee's big adventure in terms of <laughs> being yeah. unknown. There's some like there's three videos coming up soon that I have never ever seen in my life. One of them that I don't even know if anyone knows that it even exists. So it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty fun here. Well, anyway. Yeah. That was good. Our, that was fun. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Yep. Appreciate Thanks to everyone the, who listens the, and, yeah. and shares the show. Thanks yep. to Ed again for joining us. Man, Skate TV never made it to England or Europe, I guess. Yeah, what the what the hell? Yeah, we gotta talk to Nickelodeon about this. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's time. Yeah. It's time to get it over there. All right, let's shut this down. We'll be back soon with another episode. But until then, I'm Larry. I'm Matt. Reminding you to never stop searching for chin. Have a good night.
Two kinds of volume. Check it inside. 